Expressed by callers, guests, and hosts do not necessarily reflect those of the Black Talk Radio Network and Black Talk Media Project. Black Talk Radio is new black media for the new millennium. would have had serious consequences for the world financial system but may also have empowered the people of Africa, something black activists say the US wants to avoid at all costs We're slicing cake We're slicing cake We're slicing cake Say the US wants to Gaddafi didn't give up. In the months leading up to the military intervention, he called on African and Muslim nations to join together to create this new currency that would rival the dollar and euro. They would sell oil and other resources around the world only for gold dinars. It's an idea that would shift the economic balance of the world. Countries' wealth would depend on how much gold they have, not how many dollars they trade. And Libya has 144 tons of gold. Welcome, welcome everyone to Tando Radio Show, brought to you by Black Talk Radio Network. I'm your host, Dave, from L.A., coming to you live from FEMA region number six. Today is... June the 4th, 2019, we have a live show for you on today, and I just wanted to say, uh, very, I really, really appreciate uh, Pastor Keith uh, is in studio on time and is somewhat awake this morning, so I guess it's going to be a good, good morning. What's going on, Pastor Keith? What's going on, my brother? How are you doing? Good, 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 good. Appreciate, glad that you're here and looking forward to today's show. At any time, if anyone would like to get in on a conversation, don't hesitate. Give us a call. 704-802-5056. 704-802-5056 is the call-in number uh, to jump in, and we are going to definitely uh, have a, you know, try to put out a good product uh, for you all in today's show. Looking forward to it. There's a couple of things that I definitely have to uh, post. I had some late postings, had some things I had to do this morning. And um, uh, Keith, as you know, our, our our schedule is pretty pretty loaded. From just so you know, everyone knows, uh, you know our our schedule. I, I'm gonna give you a little synopsis of of our schedule. So, if I'm one minute, two minutes, or three minutes late, that puts me an hour behind in 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 everything that that we have to do, Keith. As as you know, because uh, Keith is 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 with me. A, a lot through the day, so he sees a, a lot of the, the things that we have to do. Because the business-wise, I have to take care of the overall business that we control, and it causes, man, it, it's you know when you when you control the business, there's never-ending fires that that continue to to burn, and that's just the price. That's just the cost of doing business. And I believe me, I'm not complaining about it, uh, but I am not the best manager of of time 
uh, and that's because sometimes of a lot of reasons. One, I'm just I'm just not good at it, and I have no problem with not, not being good at it. And all of my flaws, I don't have a problem with. I try, try to, to, to change and do the best that I can, um, but I've learned not to beat myself down about those those flaws. You know, it's things that we got to do, but keep, you know... Hey, hey, Dave, really, Dave, what you said yeah. about your business, man, you know, that's the price of sovereignty. When you're trying to obtain, yeah. you know, a measure of of autonomy, you know, by being self-employed. So, you 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 know, anybody who runs their own business or attempted to run their own business in the past, we, we definitely can understand that. But that is the price you well, pay when you're trying to run something, you know, that you've created. That is so true, Scott. And, and as you know, from, from, from doing the same thing, and it is... Um, it's, it's like we said, it is a real price, and you have to be dedicated to that. And, and I want to just say this before we get into the show and get into everything else. I want to just say this. Chief, Scotty, and all of our listeners, a lot of people understand the cost of, of doing business, but there is a cost to it that is always overlooked and underestimated and always under-serviced. And it causes for a lot of businesses to not to be able to maintain it. Most people, a lot of people may think, if you would ask people what's important in establishing a business, Keith, you'll hear some of the regular things that are very true, the cash, how much cash you have, the your your organizational skills and all of these this everything else all of those things your location your product your service what is it that you're doing um your marketing your operations your business development your uh administrations you know people would say those are the, the things and they're very true they're very very important but there's one thing about and you know how I talk about the table of preparedness, Keith, right? And there's also a, t- a table of business. And that is, is, and you look at it like a table. One leg is your business operations. Then the next leg would be administrations. Then the next leg would be uh, advertisement, right, and marketing. Then the other leg would be uh development, business development, right? So you have those four legs. And then on top sits energy once again. And energy is the one that's always overlooked in the table of preparedness and in the, in the table of business as well, right? Here's why energy is the only one. If you don't have enough cash, there are things that you can do to mitigate that. And this is why silver is more valuable and more precious than gold and all of the precious metals combined, because of the energy factor of it. This is why most of us in business, we don't really think about the energy investment that's needed. The energy investment is always greater, especially when you don't have the other legs of business 
in a in a more appropriate in a more appropriate um, equivalence to what's needed. So energy can you hear me? I get the phone call from somebody that they can't hear us, so I call them. Can't hear uh, Keith. Keith need to speak up. No, Keith is saying that, um, uh, Scotty, that we, we're we're not transmitting. Uh, that um, he he um he can't hear us on the other. He's in between the lines. Um, yeah, somebody was because because someone because someone called him and said that they can't hear. Okay, so I him. it's on it's on that conference line. That's why. I'll go ahead and get us uh, re- reconnected. Okay, okay. Thanks, Keith. Th- thanks, this Keith. Is being recorded you said you're welcome. Organizer. Okay, we good. Okay. Okay, welcome back, everyone. Welcome, everyone, to Tando Radio Show, brought to you by Black Talk Radio Network. You know, there's little technical uh, problems, but we got it. Resolved, and so we have a show for you today. And Pastor Keith and Scotty is here. Looking forward to giving you a great, great show. And I'm going to start with this. I was uh, talking about the uh, business and how important um, a business is to well the sacrifices that are needed for for business. And we know that time is is, is um, the moment is very, very critical. And you know, when you establish a business, it's kind of like the table of preparedness, uh, Pastor Keith and everyone that's listening. You know, in the, in the table of preparedness, this the, the table of preparedness is what I call it. I call it the table of preparedness. Um, I haven't heard anyone else call it that, but I, I try to use that as an example. And it's like a table. You, know, you want your table to be able to support what it is, that, the, the reason why you have that table, uh, be it being a workstation table, a dinner table, or whatever. And the table has four legs and a top. And so I call the, the table of preparedness, one leg would be shelter, another that leg would be food, another leg would be uh, water, another leg would be protection, right? Those are, uh, did I say four? Uh, okay, so those are four. And then on top is the, the, the actual top of it all is energy. And the table of preparedness, you have to have equal balance in that for that table to support what it is that you're going to be, be relying on that table or utilizing that table for to, to, for your service, right, or, or your purpose. Same thing in business. In business, there's the table of business, and it's like a table again. One leg is uh, operations. Another leg is business development. Another leg is administration. Then another leg is marketing. And then on top of that is energy. And, you know, you would, you would talk to a lot of people, and they'll talk about a business has to have these overall structures and be equally sound for that business to, to have a chance, a fighting chance to survive. To survive into its fifth year, its seventh year, its tenth year, its twentieth year. And all of that is very, very true, but the one that is always overshadowed is the energy one. And I was speaking about this before uh, we had the little technical difficulty about how if I'm just with running our business, if I'm one minute late, it puts me 30 minutes to an hour behind. And I really understood that because when, when I was living in Los Angeles, if you didn't get into traffic, if you got into traffic 
two or three or four minutes later than what you normally do, it pushed you 30, 40, 45 minutes, an hour behind. That one, two minutes made all of the difference in you being arriving at your destination at the appropriate moment that you deemed that you needed to be there. And it's the same thing with, with business. And that's the only way that I really can ex to explain it. So in Los Angeles, if I was two minutes or three minutes late leaving to get on the road, and when I mean leaving, Keith, I mean in the car, starting that car. If I started that car two or three minutes later than what the overall time of departure was supposed to be, Keith, it would put me back 45 to an hour. See, now, L.A. is ridiculous, but even here in Dallas, it's about 10 minutes. Sure. And if you miss that 10-minute window, sure, it makes all the difference in work. And it makes all the difference. Same thing in business. So if I'm one or two or three minutes late, it puts me an hour, two hours behind. And and so I say that because I just wanted to, to thank you, Keith, because you are with me a lot and you help me out with, with a lot of But that's, as, as we said, you know, Scotty had chimed in. You know, that's, you know, I said that's the price of business. And Scotty said, yes, Dave, that, that really is. And everyone that is in business can, can, can appreciate that. We understand that. And I, was, and I was saying, before we get into today's show, I was saying that energy is the one component in business that everyone seems to always underestimate. Your finances and the development, all that stuff is very, very crucial. But the energy is the most important one. Here's why, Keith. You can have all the cash. You have the best staff. But if you don't have that energy component, because a business is like a child or a business is like a, an inferno. Every floor has a fire on it. Alarm. Yes, every floor has an alarm. Great, great point there, Keith. Every, every floor has an alarm with a fire on it. And it is critical that you are in position at the very moment that you need to be there to extinguish that fire, or else it will become an uncontrollable burn. And it will momentumize the overall destruction of that overall structure. If you're one minute late, it's, it's, it's a continuous, it's a perpetual thing. Same thing with, um, with, a, with, with a business as being a child. It takes a lot of energy. And this is why silver is more valuable than gold and all of the precious metals, because it conducts energy more effectively and efficiently than all of the metals. That's why it's the most important one. That's why it's the most valuable one. That's why it has the intrinsic, essential necessity for sustaining life. It's energy. And one of the things when you go into business, and, when, and whenever you have a objective, before, one of the things I think that, that we, we have to focus on is what energy are we going to have to expel to arrive? 
And it's kind of like he, if you if you ran a mile, two miles, if you have to run a mile or two miles and there's different obstacles in front of you, how much more energy are you going to have to expend to get to the completion of that mile if there were no obstacles over there, if it was just a straight line? Well, life is never a straight line for very long. It has moments of straightness, but it's always filled with obstacles. Same thing with business. And if you ever have to climb over a wall, right, and climb over a 20-foot wall that is only five inches thick but it's all steel that you can't go through that wall, you got to climb over it, the overall energy that you're going to have to ex- expel to get over the wall, come back down and get back on your back with just five inches is going to exhaust you. And so... I, want to, I just want to emphasize this before we get into the news. I know we got off topic a little. Well, we didn't. But for everyone that's establishing business and, and establishing relationships and establishing something that you, you want to achieve, always measure the energy that you're going to need at a multiple of 20 times. Because whatever you think that you're going to need the energy output of, you're going to have to magnify that or multiply that by 20. And guess what? You'll still be exhausted and may not make it. So always focus on energy. It's the most important thing. To me, time doesn't exist. Time doesn't exist because it was created by man. Energy is real because it's in existence absent of man. And our energy is something that we have to monitor, protect, guard, and replenish daily. Hey, Dave. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Keith. Let Keith go here first. I need some clarification because I was up to you always up till the end uh, with the time thing. I thought you said it was invented by me. Time doesn't exist. Well, see, and I, In my opinion. I see that differently, and I'll tell you why I see that differently. Mm-hmm. Like it or not, we're bound by time. There's only so much time that we have to deal with. Mm-hmm. I, I give you case in point. With your business, right? You got what to do, what you have to do, what you have to expel the energy to do. But if you miss a timeline, all that might be for naught. Mm-hmm. Because it's over, it's done for your I don't care what you had to do, it's all gone now because you crossed the bar- time barrier. Um, I might have life plans. That's all good and done. But the fact of the matter is I'm getting older and I can't do the things I used to do. You know, time. Hundred so, you being a hundred years old is is really a marker of but coming up or fifty ain't no joke. Okay. But anyway. But you you see what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. um Yeah, and, and I said that time doesn't exist for this reason, Keith. And I and, and I get and I don't I just said for me. I, I've come to, to to never measure 
myself by something that man created. Because the great creator made eternity. So in eternity, you have endless moments. You're always going to be able to, to learn something, to, to be able to adjust, be able to forever. Man puts you on a time schedule so that you will actually not acknowledge the, the importance of the moment while you're always trying to run a race that can never be won. And that's, with, and, that's, and that's why man puts on time because there's a schedule. And when you, and when you control someone's schedule, you control their life. There, when you do, it's, it's one of the subjugation ploys. And if you really, for me, I, I came into it, if I, if I take a look at how long I'm gonna be here, then the urgency of the moment becomes more important. What is it that I need to do right now? Because the great creator, in my, in my opinion, has it set, you're gonna live forever. But man has taught you that you, your lifespan is within the physical realms of your body because that's all that that can be controlled by them. Okay, so here's what I would say. Mm -hmm. I don't agree with you fully. I agree with you partly. And here's why. Mm -hmm. There are two different parameters. So as far as your business goes, mm -hmm. right, mm -hmm. who cares about your business? But the business well, is a living entity. Okay. Look, I'm sorry, Keith. Okay, no, because you're going, okay, so you're going to have to explain that because who cares about your business in eternity? Your business is good on the dimension that we're probably in, not our eternal dimension. Well, well, what you learn in that, you're going to carry forward in eternity. So what, how I make my decisions today, how I discipline myself today, how I interact and I, I develop relationships, how I do that, how I resonate with everything living around me is going to actually be an investment forward into my moments of eternity. So this is why I, you never, I never ever really look at revenge because it's wasting of energy. Because that overall energy is, is a negative energy form that is going to be a burden for whomever is, is, is that type of, 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 they use their will that way. That is going to be something that they're going to have to deal with and learn to adjust to, and it's going to be a painful one. So. I look at the, the I look at the long eternal view, and I think that for me it works well for me to look at the eternal view from the moment that I'm in right now because that's everything. I didn't ask it; I, it was given to me. It was granted to me. Okay, so as I think on this, I think that this will require a whole day conversation. I'll tell you why, because again, I don't think that. Pastor, keep keeping us on task. I, I appreciate that. So, yeah. so, like, energy that you keep talking about, right, mm -hmm. it never goes away. It always exists, mm -hmm. right? Whether it's expelled or not. It can never be extinguished. Right. It's not extinguished. It's just someplace else. It transfers. So I feel you there, right? Mm -hmm. But then we don't know what... It, but still, we have to talk about the dimensions that we're presently in. So, because we don't know 
if that energy that you're referring to, we don't know in our eternal if we're going to be dealing with that same energy or not. And it's perfect that we don't because sometimes it's, it's, it's great refuge in not knowing. Hey, let me, uh, before we move on to the news articles yes. in, in the main topic, let, let me speak to something, a couple of things that y'all said. In, in terms of the time that we have on this earth and, and stuff that's uh, going to live, you know, beyond our physical presence here on this earth, I was just thinking about that yesterday, Dave. Remember I was telling you about uh, um, the brother and sister um, in Dallas. Well, she's in L.A., he's in Dallas. But they yeah. were they were on the radio network, you know, through Black Talk Radio Network. Um, you don't know they exist because they don't never post nothing, which I'll be meeting with them this weekend. But they have, they run their own radio network. They just do their, e do it by email marketing instead of posting the stuff. But I was telling her yesterday, and she's older than me. She's in her 60s. She's a retired school teacher. Her and, and her brother, who's a musician, run the uh, intentional uh, radio network. And they have a lineup of shows just like, you know, we do on this this particular station. But I was saying to them, I was like, you know what? I said, have y'all been to the site lately? Did y'all know that the platform got awarded the number one, you know, uh, uh, platform for uh, black digital radio streams and podcasts that's aimed at, you know, people who identify as black and African-American, um, including the diaspora, because, uh, we, you know, some of the other programs, we have people calling, black people calling in from all over the world. And I said, now, y'all missed out on that. I was like, we've been reaching all these people, and y'all been on for at least two years, and you haven't posted a single podcast. And I made these videos to show y'all how. And she was like, but Scotty... I'm not really good technically and, and what have you. And But I was like, but I made the videos to show you. I'm here. If you call me, I'll walk you through it. So I was saying, what would happen if I was to drop dead tomorrow? Because they was telling me about a recent death. Her brother, uh, her brother's brother-in-law passed. Not her brother's brother-in-law. Her brother's father-in-law, um, you know, came home and just dropped dead. And I was like, you know, I recently lost one of my aunts. And I was and I was saying, if I was to die today, would Black Talk Radio Network continue? How can it continue if I don't pass this skills and knowledge on to other people? I was like, right, right. you know, and people say the Internet's forever. No, it's not forever. It's not. If you don't continually maintain your server and, and you know, if you leasing servers or whatnot, Somebody's got to maintain that. Somebody's got to pay right. for that. You know what I'm saying? Or else all yeah. the some websites going to go away because the server's going to yeah. shut down. You know, so it's in all all these years, eleven years of content that we produce would be gone forever if there's nobody to pick up the mantle. And I've tried to push my daughters into this direction, but. That's not where their interests lie, and I can't fault them for that. You know what I'm saying? I can't no. fault that for, yeah, for right. that. I'm hoping I'll still be around when my grandsons come of age, because especially my first grandson loves technology, and it comes naturally to him. 
and 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 so he will be able to carry carry it on. But somebody has to carry it on. That is why it's important that we don't hoard knowledge for ourselves and and we try to pass on that knowledge and skills so that what we have built, especially talking about a business day, you know, I, I know you're probably hoping your son take over the business one day when you can't you know, in, anymore. And I think that's part yeah. of the table of, of, of preparedness when we're talking about business yeah. is is a successor. Who's going to take over yeah. and, and, and maintain the work that you started? You know, and hopefully you'll find somebody who sees the importance in it as much as you do. Um, now, the other thing is in terms of businesses, unless you're running a street business, which I've run street business, I used to sell uh, bootleg Jordans. Well, they wasn't bootleg. They was real Jordans. I was just getting them illegally and 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 selling them on the street, and the tax man wasn't getting his cut. But if you're going to register a business, aka the black market, yeah. But if you're going to register a business, say I want to start a storefront and sell Jordans the legal way, which I would never do. But I'm just using that as an example. Then there are rules and regulations I have to adhere to, right? Now, Black Talk Media Project is a registered, legal, nonprofit organization. Okay, that means that that we're under certain regulations. There are certain things we can do, certain things we can't do in terms of our nonprofit. And if we do, we can lose it. We'll lose our nonprofit status. And I try to tell people... You know, no, there's no getting around um, government regulations. You know, it, if no. you if you're trying to do stuff, you know, the right way to where they don't then bring you in the you know into the courtroom and say you did this, that, and the other, and you violated these this law and throw you in prison slavery. You know what I'm saying? But like, no. I was listening. We have a sister network called TimeForAwakening.com. So I was looking to bring some of that programming over the Black Talk Radio Network. So I've been listening to some of the shows, right? And so I had to call a couple of the hosts and say, listen, we don't refer to white people as crackers on on, 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 on this platform. You know why we don't refer to white people as crackers? I said, because that's the same as calling a black person a nigger. Would you like it? Well, well, you know, how would you feel if on these other radio stations, you heard Rush Limbaugh, we know he a racist, but what if he was just straight up calling you niggers and what have you? Well, he wouldn't get, really get away with that because of the FCC uh, rec- regulations and what have you. But I'm like, I don't, I, I try to treat people the way I want to be treated. Have, have Europeans done bad things? And can we talk about bad Europeans, racist whites, uh, white supremacists, neo-Nazis, whatever you want to call them without using what has been deemed a derogatory term on the level of calling somebody a nigger. I said, it's not necessary. And then I was like, and I told this person, you know what? And, and y'all part my language because you won't hear me use the term anymore. And, and I don't use it but because it don't resonate with me. But I told this person, who who do you think regulates nonprofits in the state of North Carolina? Would you say it's crackers, the people you call crackers? Who do you think runs the banking system that we have to use? Would you say crackers? You know, uh, who do you think runs these platforms that we distribute a lot of content through? Again, we number one in the world. 
Would you say crackers is in most control of that? So if people hear you calling them crackers and then somebody go to them and complain, you're going to have problems and you're going to get <laughs> shut down. You know what I'm saying? And people don't think because, see, they didn't build it. So, therefore, they come on the radio and they say all these derogatory things about a group of people. Right. And, and then right. it's, it's Black Talk Media Project is going to have to answer for that. You know what I'm saying? Right. And yeah. I've been last. That's commonly referred to. They ain't got no skin in the game. They got nothing to lose. They just running at the yap. Right, Scotty. Right, right. And so, you know, that is why I changed it so that nobody can just... Uh, take out a subscription and, and become a pro- broadcaster. If I open it to the public, that means the public, right? I'm bound, I'm, yep. I'm under the same rules of non-discrimination or what have you. So that means then I have to wait until I find out what their content is about before I can say, well, you're violating the spirits and principles of Black Talk Radio. We don't talk like like that about other people, Um we don't share dubious information. We're not doctors and what have you. We we can't tell. We, we can point you in the right direction and tell you to go look up something for yourself. But we are not doctors. We can't prescribe you this, that, and the other for right. whatever ail. See, a lot of people don't think about those things. But I have to think about yep. those things. And it gets stressful at times. Because people think they should be able to say whatever it is they want to say. Well, I have to think about the entire audience. And, and like you know, right, I, the whole yeah, I had to think about everybody and what's in our best interest in our long term future, and so, and so you know that brings me a lot of stress, man. That brings me a lot of stress because I had to monitor stuff because at the end of the day, even though I always say Black Talk Radio Network and it is a collective effort, at the end of the day, though, Scotty Reed got the answer to the authorities for what goes out and over and and I ain't spent 11 years of my life investing in something for somebody who ain't got no skin in the game like you said to to bring me problems cuz they've already tried to take me down day here in North Carolina, yeah. this Republican talking about, oh, some of these people is trying to uh, uh, do nonprofits as a way to avoid taxes. Well, I'm certain some people are, and I wouldn't blame them if they are. But that's not why Black because Talk... Because legal to do that. Exactly, and, but and that's... Yes, you're right. That's why we do it. But, but that's not why Black Talk Media Project started as a nonprofit, though. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And and, and right. I have been audited by the IR, the IRS. I'm sure they was probably looking to see if I was getting any foreign payments and 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 you know uh, if the Russians mm-hmm. is paying us since we like to share mm-hmm. stuff from RT and Sputnik. It's stuff that goes on. I've been hacked by. I've, there's been an attempted hack by the CIA on my computer. How I know it's the CIA? Who else is in buildings in Langley Falls, Virginia? You know, so. So, you know, I had to deal with a whole lot of stuff that other people don't have to deal with, man. And and some people, man, they just they just open their mouth without thinking, man, of the consequences. Yeah, yeah, very, very, very true. And, you know, uh, and we're going to get to the show, but I, I, I just was, we were talking about that um, before we had the technical difficulties. So a lot of people may have not known where that, that came from. Uh, but that's that's kind of where it started. And what Scotty was saying is absolutely correct. And one thing, I just want to say this. When that one person said some people are trying to use nonprofit organizations to avoid paying taxes, 
uh, guess what? Duh, yes, that's exactly it. But but see, that person really doesn't know because, gee, tax evasion is illegal while tax avoidance is legal. Mm-hmm. Tax evasion is illegal. Tax avoidance is legal. Guess where that comes from? The IRS itself. Because that institution was putting it into existence so that people could avoid taxes. It's those that know, and then it's everybody else. So, yeah, it's, it's um, very, very significant. And our energy is so important. But let me get into today's show. But before we do that, everyone, please support Black Talk Radio Network. Go to Black Talk, www.blacktalkradionetwork. Make a donation so that this network can stay on air. Or the most preferred way, go to the social media platform for only $24 a year. That's two, four, $24 a year, a year to subscribe and support this network and to, so that you can continue to get out what you have deemed as being necessary and relevant. $24 a year, and that is at www.btrcommunity.com. Become a member for only $24 a year. It's a social media platform where you can post things about yourself, your business, or, or things that you think need to be given more attention, and very, very, very important. So, and keep, we will uh, rehash. I say this all the time, and we sometimes we don't. Uh, let's do that this week. Uh, I won't say for you to remind us. I will, I will remind myself because you, you have already forgotten what we started to talk about today anyhow. So I will make sure that we will come back to this energy uh, because it's just that important. But let's get into what's – oh, also, and if you'd like to acquire real money, go to Prosperity Mint and look at what's in inventory there. Then email them at info at Prosperity Mint and exchange your cash for real money while you still can. Because once things start to go awry in the world, the precious metals will not be available for sale. So no, there will be no dealerships that will be selling any precious metals. Hey, Dave, to help you out, since you, well, we both was running behind this morning, but to help you out, if you refresh your thread um, on MBTR community, I added a couple of more stories for you. Dave, you there? I see you on the board, but we can't hear you. And let me see. Keith, are you there? Keith, you there? Okay, not sure what's going on. So listen, we're going to... Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Okay, there you go. There you go. I looked at the board so, and I was seeing you there. I was like, "Man, what's happening?" Yeah, I, I had um, I was running and I put it on mute and I had a uh, uh, had a run and, and Keith didn't know know what it was. I, I ran past him and and, and I, woke, I woke him up, so he he <laughs> he woke up and startled. He didn't know what was going on. All right, so now let me um, and, and I was talking about uh, prosperity meant. Make sure that you, because you won't be able to buy it, dealers won't be able to sell it because they won't be able to replenish, and that's going to be critical. And then I had a run uh, real quick, and I missed I heard Scotty was talking about something, and I missed it. Um, so, But um, what we're going to do now, let's get into what's in the news. I was uh, saying I, get, I added some more news stories. Since you was running behind oh, okay. this morning, I added some more news stories that go with the topic. 
Okay, great. Thank you, Scotty. So there we go. Let me um, refresh that then so I, I'll do that. And, you know, Roz um, used to add uh, stories, and I used to miss it because I wouldn't refresh, you know, my, my screen, and I would forget and everything else. And so there we, there we were. So, all right, so we're going to get going in today's show. So, all right, so here we go. Today's show is for Tuesday, the 4th of December 2019 is June, and it's uh, Things Are Brewing Into a Real Global Crisis Part 2. We had that yesterday. We're going to uh, look specifically look at a couple of things for today. So here's what's in the news, and we're going to get going. Well, how much time we got? Okay, cool. So let me run through this. Next, our first article from this talk, War with the World, Trump Puts Tariffs on India and Considers Australia. You see that, Keith? Mm-hmm. You see that? War with the world. And since we've been on this network, I had, and some of you that have been here, you know uh, this from, from, from the beginning of our first show. And then we had talked about there's going to be a purge of the United States. And then there's going to be a global war. And right now you're seeing that purge. The rest of the world is going to turn against the U.S. And this is going to have dramatic effects for you and why you should be preparing for that. But uh, before you go into that foreplay, uh-huh. uh, again, and I've mentioned this many times, um, I'm still trying to figure out exactly with what you said. You said the world is going to turn against the United States. There's going to be a purge okay, but of see, the U.S. What this article says to me, what I keep saying is, it's not even so much that the world is purging, it's like the United States is deliberately sabotaging itself. Sure, sure, Keith, yes. And that's why the world is going to say, hey, we need to purge ourselves of this pariah. Because that's what happens. And, and yeah, and, and that's, this is all purposely being done, in my opinion. And that goes back to the point that I'm saying that Urge me the most that American people got to wake up and understand that these people that they're relying on are literally the ones that's putting them in their graves. Yeah, purposely. Sure, sure. They're following the the orders. They they don't make the decisions. They deliver the agenda. They deliver the agenda. So war with the world. Trump puts tariffs on India and consider. Australia. How about that? So check out that. Wait, wait, let me just say this. I have, um, this is quote, I have determined that India has not assured the United States that India will provide equitable and reasonable access to its market, Mr. Trump said on Friday. Tariffs start June the 5th, tomorrow, as the president pressures India over mark over the market. So, ladies and gentlemen, wow, yeah, why? But now, Australia, Australia is one of their uh, key military allies. I participated in war games in in Hawaii with Australians. Yep. So, I'm like, man, this dude is is just tariff happy. I mean, what's that about with Australia? What What is Australia doing? Um, saying some of his top yeah, trade it, advisors it, it, had urged the tariffs as a response 
to a surge of Australian aluminum flowing onto the American market over the past years. But officials at the Defense and State Departments told Mr. Trump the move will alienate a top ally and could come at significant cost to the United States. Here's what it is about Australia, their relationship with China. That's why they're trying to discourage and derail that relationship. And Australia is not going to budge. They're not going to budge. So now what happens is this, is that they won't tell you what the real, why the real, but that's it. Australia has actually made inroads to the, the, the One Belt, One Road project or, um, and the uh, actually uh, joining a part of the um, uh, Asian Infrastructure Investment Banking, AIIB. And the U.S. hates that. And they actually, I wouldn't be surprised if Australia becomes a part of the BRIC nations relatively. This is a counter move trying to keep people in line before they defect, but they already have. It's kind of like, Keith, you know, like when, when let's say you're an organized crime member, and one member says, well, I don't want to be in your gang no more. I'm going to go somewhere else. Well, then I guess I'm going to have to hurt your sister, your brother, your mom, this and that. You're going to stay here and you're going to be loyal, or else you're going to suffer the consequences. Guess what Australia is saying? Go pound sand. We've already made the deal. And it's going to escalate more and more and more and more. This is the purging of the U.S. This is going to be why the U.S. will lose. The corporation of the U.S. will not lose the war. What, will lose the, what is going to suffer is the citizens that are going to be su- that are subjugated by the jurisdiction of the corporation of the United States? They are going to lose the war because they are the only ones that are going to be offered in the war to fight it, maintain it, energize it. And then they will have to surrender because of the losses that will be incurred. The corporation of the United States will not go to war. They don't go to war. They go into agreements by contracts. So very, very, very important. So check out that. Next article from CX, from a a criminal broadcast station, commonly referred to as CBS News. Trump said that, Trump says Russia told the U.S. most of their people have left Venezuela. Trump said that Trump said that the Russia told him that most of their people have have, have left left Venezuela. Most of the Russians have left. Yes, yes. Most of the military. I, I think Trump's lying. I think Trump's lying. I've seen other articles yep. about this. Yeah. And yep. And they were saying these, these. We're only talking like maybe a couple of hundred or or advisors, yep. and these are some of these are contractors um, that are there. To not only train but maintain those those uh, uh, missile systems and what have you that they got yep. from Russia. Right, right. This is this is a setup for. This is the setup. This is the first. You know how you you know keep when you build a house you got to first level the ground and everything else right. This is the leveling of the ground and setting the the the, the foundation or the. Um, the uh, oh shoot the um, the forms for 
the foundation, right? This is for the, the, the forms for the big false flag. That's what this is. You know, that's that, why I, I, I think Dave did. See, their, their um, coup, they had planned for a certain date. The people did not rise up as they expected in Venezuela to and, and rally behind Guaido. And so now they have to, um, what, what do they call it, um, when you didn't mess up? You, now they have to regroup. And so yeah. and they have to regroup, and now they're trying to make it seem like, you know, Russia, a key ally to Venezuela, is abandoned in Venezuela, so it'll be a cakewalk for us when we do go in. That's what it seemed like to me. I could be wrong. No, you, you're right. Yeah, in, in my opinion, you're absolutely right, Scotty. So it's um, yep, that's the whole setup. So there we go, <laughs> man. It's 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 real. It's it's real, real, real. And so, but check out that article. Next article. Um, this one comes from RT International. Chinese businesses consider moving products to Russia as trade war with the United States escalates. From RT International. Next article, Pastor Keith sent me this one. I think this is very important. From Health Food uh, House, Big Farmer stands to lose $18.5 billion if all 50 states legalize medical marijuana. The medical marijuana or cannabis is taking the medical world by storm since it's been confirmed to be a successful treatment for conditions like epilepsy and chronic pain. Scientists are exploring the effects in the, in the treatments of nausea, pain, anxiety, depression, and insomnia, and, finding that in showing, and the findings are showing that the possibility of can- cannabis is to relieve the negative. So basically what this article is saying is that Big Farmer stands to lose $18.5 billion if all 50 states legalize medical marijuana. Let me just say this. You are actually, in my opinion, you're actually reading the psyops that Big Farmer produced. Big Farmer wanted this article to come out. They, In my opinion, they supported this, funded this, and this is the propaganda that they're putting out. Here's why. You can never go to the devil and, and ever seek relief. This is a psyops. What's going to change is this, in my opinion. They're the the big farmer is the one that's bringing you the medical marijuana. Absolutely. Big farmer is going to change up the overall contents and the ingredients of this stuff later on, and they're going to do it in small increments that is going to explode their overall market. Let me tell you something. You don't get to be a giant by making small mistakes. I, I see a slightly different scenario. I yeah, think I that the industry, if you look at how it's going, like like you see all these investments that go into, into the business, you're not going to have the opportunity to go into that business. That business is already controlled. Yeah, it's already controlled. And they're the ones that start to dictate who's allowed to participate in it and who is not. And farm, the big farmer already controls. Let me, let me just tell you real quick. Uh, let me let go, Scotty. Let me, okay. let me tell you, here's what's critical about this. Because medical marijuana is regulated. Right? Yeah. Okay. 
Well, it's, it's regulated by the states, not federally yet. Right. It's regulated by the states, but it's regulated, right? Right. One of the things with, with regulations that we have to look at it is that <laughs> regulations is a legal term. Regulation is a legal term. Follow me. Regulation is a legal term that establishes a fix to establish fix and control. That's the legal definition of what the word regulation means. Why you make that explanation? And, and hey. let me tell you why that's so important. They want to put their yeah, call it. Give us a moment. control into this. Meaning what? That they understand the importance of control. Because when they control it, what happens? Then their uh, objective and their agenda is always put into place. Let's take when bootlegging. When bootlegging was on the black market. You know why? Alcohol. The feds hated alcohol and prohibition. Because they didn't have any regulations that demanded sure. that you pay them. Exactly. And that you have to come to them for anything first and foremost. So your overall... You had to work for them. You lost your sovereignty because now you're under regulation. Same thing with abortion. Remember, Keith? They wanted to regulate women having abortions. They didn't want people having it in the black market. Why did they do that? Because in the black market, guess what happened? You have more autonomy, self-determination. You don't have to pay a middleman. You don't have to. You are immune from, you have a loyal title. So whenever you hear the word regulate, believe me, they're not giving you anything that's to your benefit. It's like everything else. Eventually, you'll come to realize that it was to our demise and our detriment that we fell for that trick one more time. And they get paid. Hey, so so listen, let, let me share this and then we'll go, go to the callers. I have, I have a different take. They're trying to gain control because if you look at the states that have uh, legalized medicinal or recreational, most even though it's in the hands of mostly white people who had the money already to jump in early enough, and that's why there's a movement to uh, give license. There's a couple of states where are proposing that if you've been locked up for cannabis, um, that you you should have first. Dibs at getting a license to run one of the one of these uh, dispensaries, but most of they most of these dispensaries are like mom and pop stores. Yeah, some of them are big corporations, but they're relatively new. They're still in the investment or raising capital phase. You you start seeing advertisements for purchasing stock in some of these countries. Uh, I mean, excuse me, companies. But big farm, big farmer, is is trying to slow that down and derail it so that they can get in and control the market. Um, cause they yeah. they rather us they rather us keep taking these toxic drugs, you know, that have side effects and what have you, instead of using a natural plant like cannabis. They're already, you know, here in North Carolina, there's a battle over it behind the scenes where they're, you know, trying to regulate how much TAC can, can be in the plant, you know? And and so, yeah, there, there's a lot of different interests involved here that's trying to get uh, control. But another thing, they've been investing money into these anti-drug organizations, and they've been producing 
uh, what was that famous film, uh, Reefer Madness, that came out in the 30s that showed people acting all crazy with bug eyes and turning into murderers if they smoke cannabis? When cops will tell you, when they and I've interviewed former cops, will tell you that they don't like going on calls where people have used alcohol. Because they say usually if a person's using cannabis, they're not ready to fight nobody. You know what I'm saying? Nope. And, and what happened? Nope. But if you on alcohol, if you being fueled by alcohol, you ready to fight. You you know, you just, yep. it's a totally different effect on, on, on you. So I just have a, you know, I do believe they are trying to gain control, but right now yep. they don't have that control and you better believe they trying to work when congress starts well congress members of congress have already uh introduced if i'm not mistaken or proposing a uh, federal uh legalization which again comes with regulation and let's not forget that these politicians been in big farmers pocket for a very long time so i wouldn't be surprised if any federal bill will give them an advantage over small mom and pop you know farmers yeah. and stuff like that um you did have another call day i heard somebody yeah, let's, let's... Let's go to that caller real quick. Explain um, what a psyops is. You can You guys keep mentioning psyops. What is the psyops? Okay, let me go to the call and then I, I will do that real quick. Uh, welcome, caller. Out of well, we got to go to our commercial break. Let's go to our commercial break. Is at the at top of the hour. We'll come back to the caller. You're listening to Tando Radio Show, brought to you by Black Talk Radio Network. Scotty, just give me two minutes and then we'll come right back. We'll be right back after this quick commercial break. I would like to say that we're one tonight. Let us be one in the future. Power to all of the people. Yeah, KRS-One, Brother J. History, y'all. Turn it up. Ha <laughs> ha. You know what time this is. We gotta, we gotta. Uptown, downtown, midtown, hit them all. Hit them all. My manifest culture, come pick it up. Worldwide DJs, conscious ambassadors. Yeah, KRS, Brother J, what you say? A new day, a new way for the DJ to spin it up. Let's break loose and live it up. Worldwide DJs, Brother J, Pasha it up. Brother J, speak the yeah. truth. I'm coming forth by the day like my time is impeccable. Five senses clean, I'm guarding truth like the Sentinel. Battlefield born, I'm a four-star general. Teaching hip-hop about these vitamins and minerals. I'm sent in the image of the most high. Wisdom will unify. Freedom, we do or die. The, truth, the solution I envision through my third eye. Body, mind, spiritual, manifest. Multiply. The open-eyed rebel. Several levels peripheral. Overseeing the battle of knowledge versus material. Inferior minds and trick knowledge like cereal. Genocide of pleasures. Slackers of life principles. Prisons of the flesh living triple stage darkness. Ignorance tradition will turn soldiers to carcass. Time for the heartless to ride out the bench. I'm a player, coach, boys, and underground trends. Build all town, 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 midtown, hit them all. Freedom, I manifest culture, come pick it up. Worldwide DJs, conscious ambassadors. Yeah, KRS, Brother J, what you say? A new day, a new way for the DJ to spin it up. Wrapped in the struggle chain, let's break loose and live it up. Worldwide DJs, KRS, watch it up. Yeah, 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 look, yeah. I'm not a pacifist. I'm 
kick your ass in this. If you ain't ready for the truth, stop asking Chris. There's no revolution without revelation. And I realize these cats don't wanna fix their situation. Then I realize a little late with it. But that revolution only works for those that participate in it. We have a conferences and summits and cats be faking it. Meditating, praying, and I salam alaikum in it. But the racist foundation ain't shaking it. Cause the faith faith initiative money they taking it. So now the feds got your mouth all sewn up. The Pentagon hit and say our house blown up. Arnold Schwarzenegger, a foreigner, kills the founder of the to the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts and live program scheduling, visit us on the web at blacktalkradionetwork.com. All right, welcome back, everyone, to Tando Radio Show, brought to you by Black Talk Radio Network. Uh, we're going to jump back right into the show. we got a caller that's in queue. If you'd like to get in on the, on the conversation, give us a call, 704-802-5056. we got a caller out of uh, area code 470. Welcome, caller, to Tando Radio Show. What's your name, where you're calling from, and what is your question or comment? Caller out of uh, area code queue. Hello? Yes. Yes. Yeah, uh, this is about Atlanta. I just wanted to comment on that. Uh, Big Rob. About the legal well, hold on. Hold on. Big Rob. Yes, What's sir. going on? Yes, go ahead, Rob. It's, it's almost in like abstract to silver because what's more important than the cannabis is the hemp. It's way more versatile and it's more that it's been more suppressed, not so much as it's not being there, but uh the same way you it's it's been suppressed for so long and this this to me that's more valuable in my opinion it's more valuable than the cannabis because there's as of right now uh hemp wood is cheaper than oak you know as far as being infrastructure or any kind of uh feel of energy you want to put into something you can put hemp into it hey, and what, that's way what's the more caller's important. name what's your name caller is Rob? Hey, hey, Rob. Um, yeah. Do you know how hemp first uh, got outlawed? Do you know the story behind that? Um, I'm not a hundred percent familiar, but I try. I, I try not to dig too deep in, into the, into the propaganda, but into the you know into the fact into you know facts of what is what is what is it capable of doing. Well, a corporation like we was just talking about, Big Pharma trying to control it. Um, you may have heard of Patty Hearst, um, uh, who had gotten kidnapped. She was a newspaper heiress uh, of her father. I think his first name was William Hearst. But he owned the largest newspaper at the time in the United States. And, you know, he you, he also owned many, many acres of, 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 of forests to cut down trees, to make paper for his newspaper. So he pretty much, you know, stood to lose from hemp because you can make paper from hemp. You're exactly right. It is a, a industrial uh, product because you don't get high. Hemp doesn't have the medical properties of, of, of cannabis um, because it doesn't have THC. Okay, it doesn't have that active psychotropic uh, ingredient in it. But it does, it, you can create a lot of different products. You can even create bio uh, fuels from it. Um, mm-hmm. I think one time we were talking about uh, cleaning up nuclear sites. 
Mm-hmm. Mixed with lime, you, your, your house could never catch on fire. Yeah, there's so many industrial products. And so he that's how he uh, got Congress, uh, the federal government, to outlaw hemp because he was trying to protect his investment in in wood made from trees. So that that's how uh, hemp got. Because at one time, if you go back to colonial America, they were required to grow a certain amount of hemp. You know, because you make sales from it, right. you can make rope from it, you can make uh, right. all kind of stuff from hemp. So you exactly the right. You know, deal was made out of the first paper dollar was made out of hemp. You exactly right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and see, this is the 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 part of it, and I'm I'm gonna just say, <clears throat> Keith asked, and I want to uh, just touch just a little on what Rob <clears throat> was saying. Keep asked a couple a question. What is a psyops? And there are different definitions of a psyops. But this is what, what a psyops is to me. When there is a psychological profiling that the system wants you to have, so that their agenda will always succeed. So how do you do that? You have to psychologically condition people. It's kind of like you hypnotize. Psyops is nothing more than hypnotism. And so this is what a a tactic is. And so what Rob is talking about is very important and significant because that's the intrinsic value of him. Very, very important. Like Rob said, it's it's like silver. And they don't want you to know what's valuable because then you'll know it and then guess what? Have the overall allordio benefits of that and they won't be able to control it as much. And this is what's so critical about this field right now. This is how you know is big pharma. Keith, how many strands of synthetic cannabis is out right now? Because about new every day. And this is see, this is what big pharma's agenda has always been. The FDA was created by big pharma. The the Federal Drug Administration, I call them the Federal Death Administration. They were actually created by big farmers to guess what, Keith, to get rid of silver. They always want to get rid of what's natural so that their synthetic or natural materials that they have patents on will reign. Or, or. That's why this is a psyops. Or. Psychological operations. They try to come in and be able to take control of it, right. and that's why they were trying to they were trying to rename uh, vitamins and minerals as medications so they could take that over. Exactly. So, and that goes back to what we were saying about exactly. the medical uh, exactly. marijuana, yeah, and the hemp and everything. Exactly. Hey, so, on, on the psyops, well. on the psyops, psyops stands for psychological operations. Now. This is why I feel that going through the news is very important, going through these news articles and giving you our interpretation because you you are exactly right, David. It is conditioning your mind, it's programming your mind to believe a certain way, to take their point of view, all right? So what's the number one way that they do that, that they control what you think about things, you know? It's through media. Whether we're talking television, whether we're talking about platforms on the internet, whether we're talking about newspapers and magazines, that's the number one delivery system 
of psyops, yeah. and, and I've done the, done the research. CIA still have plants uh, in American news media. Uh, they still yeah. pour billions of dollars in producing so-called news programming for the rest of the world, and they're targeting them by by you know geographical location. You got Radio Free, um, what is it, Radio Europe? You got Radio Asia. Yeah. This is all U.S. Uh, psyops uh, program. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I can absolutely piggyback right. on that, uh, and I'm a, and I'm yeah, 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 up, yeah, yeah, uh, I just found this, and I just I just found this profound, and this kind of similar to the subject, and it was uh, it caught me by surprise, and the etymology of the word assassin, an assassin is an eater or smoker of hashish, the drug cannabis, in the Middle Ages in the area. I'm quoting this from an etymology dictionary. In the uh, in the Middle Ages, in the area of the Middle East and modern Iran, there was a section of fanational Ismaili Muslims found in the late 11th century by somebody Saba. Its members killed the section's opponents under the influence of cannabis. So this word assassin is uh, is is you know a side against you know the way they can use words because words are so powerful. You know, uh, yeah, I just wanted to comment on that. And um, thanks for taking my call, Dave. I appreciate it. Man, well, well said. Good to hear from you, Rob. Uh, let's stay in contact. Um, hopefully, you got some traction on on that one situation. But let's talk. And he's exactly right to point point that out. Um, again, this goes back to what I was talking about. That uh, a film that was produced called Reefer Madness. To portray people who who use cannabis as as psychopaths, that it turns a regular person into a psychopath, and he's going to go out here murdering. Uh, one other thing, oh, it makes white women want to have sex with black men, and I mean all kind of stuff. So, so that kind of speaks to me to the propaganda or the psyops concerning the demonization of cannabis. And you know, um, real quick, you know that this isn't the first time that. That, that this has happened. It's, it's happened before. Um, it's actually that uh, hemp and, and was regularly used throughout the country. And marijuana, people had natural marijuana growing all through their, their, um, their gardens and, and, and everywhere throughout the country. And then they demonized it uh, because of uh, an agenda. And then this is where they started to come with the, the stamp, the cannabis stamp. And you had to have a stamp as a tax to be able to do it. And it, there's a whole there's a whole industrial uh, uh, legacy that's there, and why that is. And it's yeah, very very significant. But we don't we don't have time for that today. And it's 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 really interesting. And I want to say this: Where do you think the documentaries of tomorrow is going to be about what's happening today? And I'm going to tell you this: There's going to come out a documentary years and years from now. You know what they're going to say? Oh. This is what the big farmer did. They had a campaign to legalize marijuana, and everybody thought that it was against big pharma when they were the ones that was that engineered the whole thing. That documentary is being written right now in live, and you're going to see that documentary come out. You may not see it right away, but 20, 30 years from now, there will be a documentary, and someone will say, this is how this went, this, this, and it will be the truth. Here's my thing with what you just said about a documentary, like that's a big thing. 
I don't think that's a big thing. I think that's going to be a little thing. Yeah. And the reason why I think that's going to be a little thing is because the real documentary is going to show that everything. It's been a lie. It's a lie. Yeah. Going yeah. back to Big everything. Pharma. Everything. Everything. Banking. Everything. Right. Industry. Right. Right. Commerce. Capitalism. Right. right. All of it is going to go back to everything being a lie to the few people that are becoming the multi multi billionaires to and set up the agenda of the day that they'll be living in. That's exactly. what it's going to be used for. And it, and this is this is how it repeats itself. So but hey, let me get back to well wait, wait, wait. We got another caller that's in queue. I just saw Brother Davis popped up. Welcome Brother Davis or Sister Davis. Always good to hear the voice of a friend. What say you? Absolutely. Great show, my brothers. And listen, I wanted to add one thing. Winston Churchill said that history will be kind to England because England will write history. That actually is the statement that's going to try to be put upon American people in the future. And if you don't believe it, right now we're undergoing the dehumanization of Martin Luther King. And the sad part about it is that a lot of people don't even know what's going on. But the last four books that have been written about him have called him everything from a whoremonger to a... Um, to a sadist, a sexual sadist. And the sad part is people fail to realize that no black people had anything to do with the Martin Luther King statue. And if you read what it says, he sounds like a more of a union leader than a civil rights leader. That's what I, what I say when, when you talk about how they're going to change history. They're in the process of doing that right now. I just wanted to add. I saw that story, Brother Davis. Um, this it's this one writer who's written several books about it, and now they're saying that the FBI has declassified these tapes that Hoover was making of everybody. And here, here's the thing, though: I think a lot of us have seen that, but we're not sharing it because we don't want to aid in a bit in what they're trying trying to do. I think there are people among us who look like us, black people. Um, uh, who appreciate what his sacrifices, and we're just not sharing it um, because we know what what it is. So that that could be another explanation of why we're not seeing a lot of people who look like us sharing that inf- that information. Um, but I, I am aware aware of that. And here's the thing, though. See, this is why this is why I'm so against idolatry. I admire people like Malcolm X. I admire people like like Martin Luther King. There are many others, Harriet Tubman, Frederick Douglass, you know, people that I admire. But I don't put them on pedestals and think that they're they're not human because they are human. And people make mistakes. Yeah. And people are, are fallible. And they're susceptible yeah. to temptation. So let's just say, for example, even if he did, and I mean, they put some, and I'm not even going to repeat them, but they said some terrible things about them. It's like they trying to get the Me Too movement to to demand that, you know, we, we uh, get rid of the MLK Day holiday or whatnot. Uh, but, any, but, but anyway, um, he's a human being. Even if he did all of that stuff, that does not take away from the good things that that he did. We all have a history of uh, that shows that we've done good things and we've done bad things. Hopefully the good outweighs the bad. You know, a lot of things I did as a young person I wouldn't dare do do today. So even even though they're saying he's, it doesn't diminish him in my eyes, it just hey, he's a human being. He made those mistakes. 
that don't take away from the sacrifices that he made in, in the sincerity in his heart of, of the movement, even if other people weren't sincere. But I, I just wanted to share that I am aware of them trying to do that, um, but I'm purposely not sharing that information on social media. And see, that, that's what Brother Davis and Scotty is talking about. This is all psyops. That's why Brother Davis talked about what Ch Churchill said. They're going to always try to tell you. Remember, Keith, we prayed it here when Berninsky's daughter said that it's our job to tell the people what to think as a, as in, from MSNBC, that one of the, the uh, Morning Joe uh, co-hosts, that it's our job to tell the people what to think. This is what Brother Davis is saying. This is how they manipulate people. And, and, and we're saying, and Scotty, saying, yo, we know that and we do and we see that we don't give into it. And Brother Davis is saying this is being purposely done at this time for a very specific reason. And that's the psyops. And it's so, so true. Media is the platform of controlling the thoughts that the thoughts that will determine the actions of the people. Be careful what you say because what you say you most most likely would you'll do. Be careful of what you do because what you do will establish a habit. Be careful of your habits because your habits will become your eternal walk. So it's 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 a really, really uh, crude and, and and this is why I'm so sinister. And this is also why we talked about the importance of the airways, which goes back to the conversation we were having with Ice Cube and why they're blocking him trying to get those radio stations. He's, he's in the process of trying to receive uh, 32 radio stations. And they're pulling out all the stops to ensure that, no, this bill isn't, they have the money, they have the back in the whole nine yards. But it goes back to the, to the power of the media. Man, Keith, I'm going to have to melt that one because I would much rather things to be come up organically, not come by the usual suspects in the usual. Uh, and I, I don't want to get into, I'll just say this. You're talking about the source of who I said was. Yeah. Yeah. I understand some things but personally I, about, I, about I, that. And I, I, and I think I know where you're going because I don't want to, I don't want to elaborate. Put out in the past. Yeah, I don't want to elaborate. But my thing is this. Let's say, like, that he got him. I can't help but to reason with 32 stations, how many stations will rise up and have the opportunity I'll, to become black talk radio? Yeah, none. None. I'll, I'll say this. Celebrity figureheads is a very, very meaningful tactic. And I just don't want to elaborate any more. Um, I want to move on from that. Well, but let, let, let me say this before you move on, Dave, because you, you you wasn't here when when um, you were, you know, off to handling your business yeah. when me and Keith was discussing this. And my question to Keith is, what type of radio stations they going to be? Because we know we know what type of music that that, you know, is it going to be just a music station and just more of the same of killer radio stations where they're talking about, you know, people killing each other or drugging women and all of that? Or will it be uh, uh, um, independent talk radio? Or will it be a mix like Michael Baston had of music and meaningful talk? So I, I'm, I'm with you, uh, uh, Dave, 
on that, it, I just don't know. We don't know at this point what type of programming. I mean, and, and I still, uh, I told you, Keith, I was going to do some research. I haven't had the opportunity to find out more about that. But that would be my question. What type of programming? And and then this is idolatry as well, and it speaks to, um, it speaks to our lack of, and I'm not saying us individually, but collectively to what where we take pride in figureheads. We take pride in, 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 in celebrity status. You know, the other day they was talking about Jay-Z's a billionaire now. So how's that helping me? You know, I appreciate, look, I ain't going to badmouth Jay-Z. Okay, he's why he made some business investments that brought him a whole lot of money. I do like the fact that he is funding some media projects like, you know, the Keith Browder uh, uh, story, um, them bailing out activists in, in Ferguson. Uh, his wife is known for running, uh, helping homeless people in Houston and what ha- what have you. But still, though, you know, this thing about billionaires, man, you have more money than you could ever spend. That means that if you got it, somebody don't. You know what I'm saying? And that speaks to wealth inequality. So, you know, I would I would hope that that Ice Cube um, would produce something that is constructive for people and not destructive and follow the agenda. It just remains to be seen. Yeah, and, and, and I, I have an opinion. I'm going to keep it to myself. <laughs> so, uh, but... <laughs> well, why you tell us you got his opinion then? <laughs> and, and I'm going to keep it to myself. So, so that people will do that. I, I, I do that so that they will do exactly what Brother Davis and Scott, what, what does Brother Davis always say? Do your own due diligence. What does Scotty always say? Do the research. What do you always say, Keith? Well, when you look at it, you got to look at it from, you know, you got to really delve into it, you know, instead of taking that face value. It looks good, but I would say look at what has been done historically, and it'll tell you where it's going in the future. And to tell you, so I'm, I'm not going, so we're going to keep, keep going. So, all right, so uh, here we go. Uh, let me get back to man. Next article. Um, Scotty sent me this one. I posted this one, and then Scotty reposted it. Good one. Uh, we got to do this as well. We got to do the energy, and we got to do this one as well. Counterpunch.org. Um, Iran's man in Iraq. America is not the old America. It is weaker than ever. Very, very in-depth. Uh, Scotty sent me this yesterday, um, and I would this, this is, a, a like you said to me, a must, must read. Definitely, please do that. But we're going to take a look at it as well. Um, next article. This one comes from Lying Like a Fox News. Scotty put this one in. Judge Torres' House Democrats lawsuit over Trump's use of emergency military funds for border war. Check out that article. Now, Dave, let me next just article. say real quick why I shared that. Where yes, I found out, and this isn't being reported widely, all right, but where do those military funds coming from? Okay, military pensions. To me, that is wow. evidence that they don't, they, they, they sending you a signal if you're in the military that they don't give a damn about you, or even if you retire. There, he's talking about just like how they take from Social Security. Now they going Trump is talking about taking from these military pensions to build a border wall. Wow! Come on, man! And then all is gonna be all is gonna be lost on a wall on on a wall. Oh, man, it's it's all set because it's already 
that 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 fund has already been squandered and lost. Now they got to come up with the excuses to plausible deniability for it all. It's man, great article, great article. Next article, uh, Scotty posted this one from Reuters. Do you believe in uh, unidentified flying objects, aka UFOs? China hints at testing of new missiles. And um, let me just say this: I don't think arrogantly enough about myself to think or or the species that I live in that 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 I live with in in a part of that we are as key as magnificent as we think there is much much more in the universe than just us and that is I'm going to tell you that was a a well run propaganda campaign to make us think, and it was very important because you have to get people to think a certain way for your overall agenda of a demigod to be relevant. You have to have established dominion where you are the deciding factor in things, and it's man, what a play, what a play. And so I say that from this. There's no way in the world you don't need to look for someone that looks like you for, for life, but then that means that you don't know what life is. This discounts. See, we don't look at flowers. We don't look at trees. We don't look at uh, 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 pollen, seeds, as living entities. We don't look at, at an embryo as a living entity because that actually defies the overall spirit of the law with the ecosystem because everything that life exists Nothing dead in the ecosystem exists. The ecosystem doesn't produce anything that's inanimate. Only man does. So if you want to know if there's life in, in the universe, damn, look up. Every star is living. Every planet is living. The earth is a living being. And we, we, we nullify that because it doesn't look like me. That's arrogance. And it's dangerous. That's a dangerous arrogance. That's a dangerous narcissistic arrogance that leads to continuous destruction. Well, let's talk about how dangerous it is. I read a thing just recently. They were saying, you know, if you look at what would happen if you got rid of all the insects in the world within... I think it was within a couple of years it will wipe out life. Whereas if you got rid of all the humans in the world... Please don't say that because that's just going to promote the depopulation program even more. I get where you're going, but, but I'm just saying... But, <laughs> but that's Aaron. Yeah, yeah, that is. Yeah, 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 yeah. You feel me, Scotty? But no, I got you, Chief. And you know... And, and he's correct, right. though. That's the sad thing is he's right. Yeah, he's, he's, right. he's right. He's right. He's right. Is that, that's so true, Scotty. So, so true. And, you know, Chief, that's the retrobate mind. You know, to, to think that that only life is existence and matters in the form that, you, you, that, that you're in. That means that you've now placed yourself, you got an eye problem. You want you want to be you, you've got an eye problem, and that's man, and that's destructive. That's a retrobate mind. 
And that is destructive. That doesn't build a darn thing. Well, this is where you'll, you'll invoke where it'll be easy for you to detach yourself, to subjugate and enslave another one, another person, another living being. You don't become humane. You become brutal. So, Hey, Dave, so yeah, but it, also it, to no this question. article, though, to <laughs> this... To this article, though, I, it could have been a Chinese uh, um, new missile that they're testing because the reason they're asking about UFOs is that an uh, object was seen yeah. streaking on, and they was posting it on Chinese social media. And so, you know, I, I see where you're saying, China, this could be a cover story. They don't want panic or whatnot. But it also could be that it was a, a, a new hypersonic okay. missile. It could be that okay. Russia has shared some of that technology with China. I don't know. See, that's, Scotty, that's where I was going. Oh, yeah, definitely right there, Scotty. And, and I think there's more of that. That's why I think Iran has nukes as well. Um and what, what it is is that is what Scotty said. My my real opinion is what Scotty had expressed <clears throat> is that there are many many living species in this in in this universe. Some are benevolent and some are malevolent, okay, just wait, like wait, we wait, are. Wait. Ex uh, extrapolate what you mean by many things. There there are many. I think there are many many species in the universe. There's the the planet species. There's the star species or the sun species. There's the dark matter. There's the the entities that live on those planets. And and some could have uh, humanoid uh, features, and some could have you know uh, biological um, entities that are are not human and whatsoever and whatsoever. And they have you know, temperaments and everything else. And I think some are benevolent, some mean well, and some are destructive. And if they're destructive, guess what? One of the, in my opinion, one of their favorite uh, uh, allies is human because we're so destructive. And then this is where they, 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 because they understand the importance of resources. And if you control resources, ah, now you can actually engage and check this out, Keith, a new type of high, a high where you can make someone work for you and, make, and bring your comfort level to, to intoxicating height. How many people, you, how many things do you think will get addicted to that adrenaline or that, that dopian drug? Many, and that's, where, that's what we have here. So yeah, I, I definitely think that technology has been shared that was extraterrestrial in nature and giving the mankind to, to, to actually subjugate and weaponize what should have been naturally used to sustain life universally. So, great article there. And then Scotty posted another article uh, from hey, Dave, KG. Can I add? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, hey, Brother, brother Dave. Dave, can I add to that real quick? Yes, go ahead. For sure, Brother Davis. It would be naive for us to think that we have a right to destroy each other and the earth and not affect any living, other living sources in the universe. How do we know that this so-called UFO is not set for correction? Because in reality, if you think with one side of your brain, it's logical that we deserve correction. I just wanted to add that. Well, well said, Brother Davis. Well, because you know what Brother Davis said? There is a ripple effect in everything. You know, you touching the water is just an example of how the universe works. 
There is a ripple because everything is energy-based. Energy, based. energy can, once it's created, it can never be extinguished. It just transfers. Like my brother made the great transformation. He continues on in eternity, but his physicalness that is temporal no longer is able to, with, to hold that energy source. It escaped. So, well said, and that's so true. You can't, there is a real mathematic physics to the truth. The, to the truth. And that's why I always say that, you know, the, the truth doesn't need us. It stands alone. We need the truth. And so, very well, well said. Next article from uh, Scotty posted this one from PBS Public Media. Congressman Hunter says he's probably, he probably killed hundreds of civilians while in combat. This is a sick man. When, when, and, and when will we walk? Man. He, he said this in defense of Trump talking about pardon of um, stopping the prosecution of uh, another war criminal who killed civilians uh, in Iraq. But here this guy's a sitting U.S. Congress person and is saying and is admitting to war crimes. And I've yet to see I, I, any article calling for him from mainstream, calling for him to be investigated and prosecuted as a war criminal. His name is Representative Duncan Hunter. Because the sanctions, he was he was acting on the letter of mark for for the U.S. corporation, and this U.S. corporation is tyrannically criminals in all that they do. And it's, this is I, I I didn't see this I, I didn't see this until I just and my and my mouth didn't, they're telling you everything, and they're going to lead everyone to this. And remember now, just think about how many people will be destroyed. And one of the things that he said is this. He said he probably killed hundreds of civilians. What he didn't have the overall constitution to realize is that this key, he killed himself too. Sure. Like Brother David said, you, there's a ripple, there, there's a, there, there, there's a consequence for everything. And the, 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 he killed himself. But not only did he kill himself, all of his relationships with everyone that he engages with, it, with is murderous now. Because you carry that energy. It's, it is a part of his decision making now. So it's a part of who he is. Be careful what you think because it will lead into what you say. Be careful what you say because it will lead into what you do. And be careful what you do because it will establish your habits. And your habits will be the steps of your internal endeavors. You know, this also points to the propaganda or the psyops run on African Americans and black women in particular when they were showing the largest uh, uh, female African American class graduating from West Point. Well, this guy's an officer too. And what Mike Pence told them that you're going to go to combat in, in your lifetime. And then when they do, they're going to be forced, uh, faced with decisions of do I do I become a conscientious objector and not carry out these illegal orders to bomb civilians, even though I know that this is a war crime and against international law? 
war makes, especially U.S. foreign policy makes war criminals of us all. You know, again, I wasn't, I wasn't in that region. Say that one more time, Scotty. U.S. foreign policy has made war criminals of us all. And, and so I wasn't over there in that region when he was over there. He came over there after I was over. I was over there in 91 and part of 92. Okay. And one of the things that made me make the decision to lead a military was not just Mount, reading Malcolm X's biography and recognizing that I was just a tool uh, um, you know, of the United States uh, to carry out harm against the rest of the world. But I was seeing every night because I was in S3, um, for those who've been in military, you know what S3 is, but I was getting the bomb data assessment, bomb damage assessment reports, and I was seeing all the estimates of all the civilians that Bush uh, Sr., uh, killed through his bombing campaign that he bragged about. Oh, we'll bomb him for 40 days and 40 nights. Man, I, I was like, I, I felt so bad, you know, because I was realizing I'm reading more than just some numbers. Those numbers represent lives. And they just indiscriminately was killing people there. And I decided I, decide I can't be a part of this no more. Mm. I think that the, one of the most poignant things that's ever been said on this network is what Scotty said. U.S. foreign policy makes war criminals of us all. And getting worse, and they're making us more and more criminals on a daily basis. If you look at the things that he's doing now, you know, I agree with Scotty 100%. But it goes back to what I'm saying. It looks like we're in this active campaign to sabotage and destroy the United States. This, yeah, the, the, the so-called people that are under the jurisdiction known as citizens, is, that's who, this is a criminal agenda. This is the system. And it's so, it's so grasping that we really do need to take this challenge and remove our energy from it. Because, Keith, what happens if you remove energy from something? If you remove energy, if you make energy transfer, if you make energy move, guess what happens to what, especially something that's in an embodiment. See, our physical bodies is a very, very clear example of the system itself. The system is represented in how tall you are, what your complexion is, what your, your, the size of your hand is, how your... Um, your teeth, your, your skull, your overall physique. That's the system. Once the energy is taken away from that, what happens to that body, Keith? It no longer functions. So we have to take the energy away from the embodiment of this systematic subjugation and enslavement agenda. Once we take the energy from that, guess what happens to that body? It no longer functions and no longer exists. Energy, and this is why we talked about it in the beginning of the show. Energy, time is a subordinate myth to the importance of the measures of energy. And if we remove that energy and move that energy into something else to transfer it into something else, 
That that is transferred in shall surely live. What are we going to do with it? And it takes an individual move, and then that can be momentumized into a broader. Well, it's a process, actually. Yeah. It's a commitment. Yeah. It's a commitment. It's like a business. It's like a business. It's like a You're going to have to give energy to it. And guess what? It's, it's like we talked about earlier. why we said what we said. It all goes together. And it's very important. So, also, and I want to elaborate again that it takes a process. Because we have to understand that it's not just a decision to do that. You're going to have to make a decision which is going to lead you into a process of deprogramming all that you've been programmed with. Very, very much so. Else you're going to get this. There's an article from RT International. Cutting off supplies, cutting off oil supplies to China is equivalent to declaring war, an analyst said. And this is from RT. As the United States and China trade war continues to escalate, Beijing and its energy giants appear to be bracing for the worst case scenario, where the spat will, would drag on for years and possibly result into China's foreign oil supplies stiffened. The idea that the world's top oil importer, China, they import more oil than anybody else, could see some of its overseas crude supply blocked has always been an unthinkable notion. Why is it an unthinkable notion? Because it turns into all-out war. Hence Pearl Harbor. Hence the same tactics being used to get the same results. And it will. By now, some of the analysts and in in Chinese in, uh, industrial executives have suggested that China should, should prepare for the very worst of the worst, such as its oil supply impacted by a lengthy trade dispute. This is why this trade dispute isn't going to get is going to last much longer before it switches into the next phase of a shooting war. This is the preparation warnings, the warning signs. I'm going to tell you, China is not going to endure a trade dispute, a trade war for much longer. The world is not going to endure a trade war attack by the U.S. for much longer. It can't. Now, this is all systemized. The nomenclature of this is all put together so it will all work for their overall purpose, but here's what is going to be facing up. They're going to declare a war that you're going to have to fight. Hmm. She showed me an article that said, for, for the Iranians, the war has already been begun. Let me just say this, Keith. For the, you said that article said for the Iranians. I will say for the U.S. citizens, the war has already begun. I hope you've taken notice and are preparing for it because if you have it, it's going to be a very unpleasant surprise when it runs you over. The article that China should prepare for the very worst of the worst, such as an oil such as oil supplies impacted by a lengthy trade dispute. Quote. China is now looking at its oil supply situation 
from the worst case scenario, like what the U.S. has done to Iran. An analyst with the Jeffries Group LLC in Hong Kong told uh, Bloomberg, obvious quote, obviously, China believes now more than ever that similar U.S. sanctions against the whole country could happen to China. Chinese oil industrial executives said the past week that China's oil industry must have a contingency plan in case the trade war takes another turn for the worse. According to Bloomberg, the chairman of the Chinese National Petroleum Corporation, CNPC, told employees, listen, to prepare for a proactive trade conflict. While former chairman said that China should be ready for the extreme and far-fetched case that its oil supply could be blocked in the short term. Who do you think is going to block it? Who do you think that this trade war is going to... This is the overall embargo, the naval blockade, the naval bar embargo of China. Because, and what is China saying? We can't endure that, so guess what they're going to do? They're going to take Venezuela. What I mean by take Venezuela? They're going to support Venezuela. I was just so thinking the, the same thing, Dave. We on the same page. And Iran. And Iran. Guess who else as well? Russia. India. Syria. Turkey. Saudi Arabia. In all hey, of the Dave, can I Yes, go ahead, Brother Davis. Yes. This is happening in the midst of the greatest transformation of energy from fuel oil energy, solar energy. This is going to play a role in this down the down the road some. Right now, China is about seven or eight electric mm. cars that they're introducing this year. They're collaborating with Germany right now because Germany is building a thermium nuclear power plant. Now, for those of you who don't know, thermium has what's called a natural waste product. In other words, after you use it up as the energy source, you can just throw it outside like ash, and it does no harm to the environment. These things transform transforming in the next three to five years are going to change how we not only live, but our energy sources. So keep your eyes open. This is going to be real interesting. Hey, hey, man, brother hey, hey, speaking to what he said, though, it speaks to the petrol dollar again. The whole purpose of the U.S. military foreign policy is to prop up the petrol dollar yep. and to control, control markets. Yep. Right. Brother Davis is spot on. That's his mission. And they don't want that. So what are they going to have to do? Go to See, war. They're going to have to fight to maintain the, the, the overall old control. And guess what they're going to do? They're going to declare a war that the everyday person is going to fight. And this speaks to what we were talking about, the pharmaceutical industry trying to control the yes. distribution and, yes. and manufacture of cannabis. This is this yes. is uh, 
uh, what's the oil? Oh, there was a company called Oil Standard. I can't remember or Standard Oil, and you know they've been behind a right. lot, a lot of uh, uh, moves uh, in the past for uh, establishing American corporate uh, dominance of the oil market, and that's why we fought many, many wars. But uh, this just speaks to you know corporations again trying to control you know in this particular area energy. Mayor Scotty, you said something. Sony, the company Sony, is what Scotty was talking about. No, I was talking Most about Standard think, Oil. Yeah, yeah, hold on, hold on, Scotty, watch this. Okay. Most people think. Most people think that Sony is a music entertainment. That's not what Sony stands for, and it's not Japanese. Sony stands for Standard Oil of New York. The same Sony that you have on your headphones, the same Sony that you have in, in your electronics, that stands for Standard Oil of New York. Now, now, now you just reminded me of who founded Standard Oil, a Rockefeller. Yes. John D. Yes. Rockefeller. There you, yes, a Rockefeller Corporation. And this goes right into the mist with what Brother Davis was saying about, hey, China and Germany, China and Germany, the world and Australia, we talked about all of this is happening. What they're basically doing is they're saying that the trade embargo is really, and what we talked about, we talked about the trade embargo was really after two countries. And the Iranian deal was, breaking up the Iranian deal was specifically after one country, but the real, the real, uh, 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 target is two, three countries that the U.S. is engaging in. The, the three countries is the three countries that are challenging the U.S. dollar hegemony. And those three countries are this. China, Russia, and Germany. And Germany. With France in tow. You know, France never pushes out on anything. They hide behind everybody. So that's hey, really what this is all about. Yes, I, go ahead. Go I, ahead. Also, I want to also add that, remember, Marco, who is the leader of Germany right now, said not even a week ago that, as it looks, Germany has more in common with Russia than it has the United States. I believe that was a, a, a wake-up call, whether yeah. they received it or not. And a subliminal message as to where, because Germany is reliant on the overall natural gas and oil being brought into Germany from, from primarily Russia and from Syria. The pipeline is, this is, this is huge. Now, in this article, basically what this article is saying, how much time we have? Okay, we got it. I got it. This article is saying that the overall Propagate, I mean, uh, a false flag of the attack. The U.S. is putting China in the same position that it put Japan in. <clears throat> but this time, this is the thing. You can't beat them. You can't beat them. Because it's not just them that's going to go against you. It's all, their, of all of their alliances as well. And that includes 
all the friends you thought you had, and they know exactly how your military... Do you know that there's German in other countries uh, that are attached to the, the, uh, strike, the aircraft carrier strike force? They have uh, foreign uh, uh, navies that are attached to, to protect the air- aircraft carriers. So there isn't anything that you do tactically or anything else, your frequencies or anything else that has not already been disclosed. This is why your aircraft carriers are, are, are dinosaurs now in today's world. Done deal. You can't win. It's going to be brutally ugly. So we got to get ready to get out of here. I'll pick this back up. And um, I, I couldn't see that, Keith. So we... um. Much love, much respect. There's never goodbyes. Always we'll see you later. We're going to pick this one back up tomorrow, and then we'll do the energy one as well, and we're going to do that one, um, what this war will look like. It's really coming to a head, so prepare for it. Much love, much respect. Thanks to all our callers, Rob, Brother Davis. Uh, thank you, Scotty. Thank you, uh, Pastor Keith, for, for co-hosting, and everyone that's listening to the show. Greatly appreciate you all. It's never goodbyes. Always we'll see you later. And before you ask for a fortune, make sure to give one away. Peace. Gold dinar would have had serious consequences for the world financial system, but may also have empowered the people of Africa, something black activists say the U.S. wants to avoid at all costs. We're slicing cake. We're slicing cake.